You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Super Bowl 58 is in the books. Chiefs 25-22 in overtime over the Niners. And now they'll go for the three-peat. Never been done before in Super Bowl history, Super Bowl 59, early odds. We started taking a look at those. Dive into MVP in just a moment as well here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. And, uh, yeah, that's we were kicking this around during the break. I know we had started to talk about it in the last segment, guys, but the the really strong point here is that the Chiefs are coming off of back-to-back Super Bowl wins and somehow are not the favorites anywhere. The Niners are still the favorites at 5-1. to one, And Chiefs at 750, I mean, it simply, Aaron, has to be, oh, well, we've never seen a three-peat before, so we're not counting on a three-peat. But to the, to the, I think you mentioned this while we were kicking it around during the break, it's, they're the most bet-on team right now. So clearly people are looking at it and saying, well, yeah, uh, they're the dynasty. I'm betting on them. Yeah. And even Joe always talks about, you know, Mahomes as an underdog and gosh, are we going to do this again? And you wake up and you're like, what, how are we doing this again? Like I, I really couldn't believe it, Joe. It hasn't even been yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. It's not likely to happen. But they have the best quarterback at the most important position in the world. So at any time they're down, th- there was a stat that I just couldn't believe. Okay, this one, is, Evan Abrams put this one out there. When the Chiefs, the Mahomes, are trailing in the playoffs, in playoff games, by 10 or more, okay, their record is 5-1 and one straight up. When they are trailing in playoff games by double digits, they're 5-1. and one. Everybody else is six and 48. <laughs> like, it's just, you wow. cannot like, just bet them when they're down. Just bet them. Yeah. And, and it kind of felt like, I don't know. Just be, well, they're a dog again. They must be a dog for a reason. They're the dog again. I mean, by the end, everybody was hip to it. Like the sports books ended up having a bad day because majority of the money, even though people bet on props, majority of the money bet is sides you can bet the most of money by far on sides so they were they're taking whatever you want on super bowl sides and people were lining up to bet kansas city for two weeks so the books ended up losing on that one and i'm it doesn't sound like they made it up in props because it'd be tough to do because everybody was on kansas city but you know it's not like the number ever moved that much it would trickle down to one and a half and then there were still places that had two and a half because some of the large wagers were on san francisco but I understand. I'm not criticizing anybody. If you want to bet Kansas City to do this thing three times in a row, we're we're in the dynasty. Week 
we can honestly say after watching that entire regular season, it was not a great regular season for them. And they're still champions. And Mahomes in, in the postgame speech, clearly they played that up in their building a lot. Nobody believes in us. We're the underdog. Guys were the underdog again. Guys were the underdog again. And it was true. It wasn't like a star athlete hunting for something to find motivation. It was accurate and people were picking against them and the odds were against them and they still came out on top. I mean, I, I want to say that we should never see them as an underdog again, but we will, you know, we will. And also the whole villain uh, aspect of it and having to yeah. play playoff games on the road. And it, you get the sense that Pat Mahomes got his real first taste of it and that he embraces that role now. And I think they thrive off of it. The other reason why I would bet on him, not just Mahomes, but Andy Reid. He's always cooking something up and putting on a master class and out coaching the other side. Like those two together. Yeah, I don't have a problem backing them. And they had Matt Nagy consoling players during the game. So he's there filling his very role. important. Very important. <laughs> I, I do think there's 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 a, a, a hidden point in there about this team. You know, you talk about being the dogs, going on the road, doing all those things that they hadn't done before. Through their first two Super Bowl runs and the the four years that contained those first couple of Super Bowl runs. It was always, oh, well, here's this Chiefs juggernaut. They're going to win 12 or 13 games, and they've got home field throughout the AFC side of the playoffs. And it felt like when we got to the point of, well, for example, this December, this January, of, well, yeah, two-time Super Bowl champs still need to prove themselves somehow. They handled it with no problem. Whether they put that chip on their shoulder and they wanted to get mad at a kicker for where he's warming up or... You know, they wanted to yell at the coach because they weren't in the ball game uh, in the red zone. Uh, whatever it was, they found that motivation that they needed, and that's going to continue into next year. They don't have to be the 13-4 and four, number one seed in the AFC to mm -hmm. go back to the Super Bowl. They've proven that not just to themselves, but to everyone else. And that's what will make it interesting going into next year when we talk about win totals, when we start to talk about spreads week to week and how much they're favored. And they get the, the nice soft part of the schedule where they get the NFC South, I think, next year is their uh, interconference opponent. So there's a couple wins right there. Um, it will, I think it'll finally start to be reflected. This, this idea, this notion that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, even though it had started to be proven, disproven, I should say, throughout the regular season, it really hit home in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, right? That it doesn't matter if this team is on the road. It doesn't matter if they're the dogs. Like, they are <laughs> clearly the team. They're the team now. And I, I think you brought it up earlier, Joe. Like, there are times where the team on the other side of the field simply looks across 53 yards away from them on the other white stripe and sees Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and goes, uh, and it, they, you know, they do something, whether it's uh, muffing a punt, whether it's fumbling in the red zone, whatever it may be, you know, you called them the new Patriots. They are, you know, what Belichick and Brady were to the prior generations where teams would just look across the field and go, oh, 
crap, it's Belichick and Brady, and make some kind of crucial mistake. That's what the Chiefs have become. And they don't have to be the 13-4 and four darlings anymore. You know, they can, they'll do it whatever way they want to and whatever way they have to now. I also thought to make a cross-sport reference, there's a lot of similarities with the Warriors. Uh, Steph Curry, they've Mm. won four championships. And in 2022, you could find a lot of value on them. And then they went and won it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't need the buy. Seems like everybody else needs to buy. They don't need the buy. Yeah. It's just, I don't want to sign up to bet against them. Will I at some point? Probably. You know, that's where it's interesting. What do, what do the numbers show? So San Francisco was a favorite because the numbers showed that they were better in the regular season. But especially with this team, the smaller sample matters. How they're playing now matters. Like it cha- They did also change things offensively. They were playing at a quicker tempo. The drops weren't as bad as what we saw in the regular season, and people were freaking out about that. They did change some things that they were doing offensively, and it obviously worked to a T. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they get it done, even though they did have to play four playoff games. Cause it doesn't matter cause it's Mahomes, and you don't want to be on the other side of that. And if you're, if you're picking up a future on the FC side, you're like, oh man, I hope my team's on the other side and somebody knocks out Mahomes, but that's tough because he's in the AFC championship every year of his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's why you're going to find value. That's why everything's pushed down on a lot of these teams in the AFC. It's just I strongly disagree with pushing down the team, the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. Doesn't make sense. Well, Maybe part of that is it's going to be a more challenging uh, division with Harbaugh entering it. I, I don't know what it is exactly. Well, but again, I, I do think yeah. the, the AFC will have the return of Burrow, right? And who's the one team that served, the one guy who served as a little bit of kryptonite to the Chiefs a couple times? It's been Joe Burrow. Um, And they didn't have to deal with that this year in the playoffs. Um, That's a team that has been there and has beaten the Chiefs. We talked about, earlier we brought up the idea of, you know, who would the Niners have beaten in a similar scenario last night? Would they have beaten the, the Bills in that scenario? Would they have beaten the Ravens? Would they have beaten the Bengals? I don't know. That's why, like, I like Burrow nine to one, and the Bengals their futures um, at, mm-hmm. at ten to one. Uh, I think it's fourteen to one right now. Bet MGM uh, anywhere in the double. I like the bank. Now we mentioned it earlier, a couple last week or the week before, when we were kind of going through the year and review division by division. They had some issues on defense. Losing Jesse Bates was not easily sustainable for them. They had problems on the back end, but. As long as Burrow's the quarterback, Aaron, like I like the Bengals, and I think that's one major hurdle that still lies in front of the Chiefs is a healthy Joe Burrow. I know. I really want to see Joe Burrow stay healthy because Joe Burrow in clutch situations, like give me that all day. I love it. I'm here for it. But it's like, oh, there's just something about this Bengals team. Can they put it all together? There's like a lack of trust and confidence that I have in them. So at their nine to one, I just couldn't pull the trigger today on that. Their defense took multiple steps back this season. Can they get it all together? Is T Higgins going to be there on the outside for him? Yeah, it was just one thing after another in the first half of the season. He went through his struggles. Then he gets back on track looking like Joe Burrow, and then he goes down to an injury. Uh, Burrow's the third favorite. For MVP, Mahomes a favorite. Okay, so we get that. You get Mahomes as a favorite plus six fifty. Uh, Josh Allen second eight to one. Burrow ten to one. I want to say Lamar 
preseason was 14 to one. Uh, man. Okay. So names that we figured would be very popular are just that Stroud's 11 to one shorter than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. He's right there with Burrow. Burrow's 10 Stroud's 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, Herbert short. It's always going to be short until he wins it. 13 to one. Jordan Love is next to Herbert. And then it's Purdy. Like, there's a this is interesting. Like, there are some leaps being taken on quarterbacks that are going to look really stupid. And it's a matter of which ones. Hertz is right. He has the same odds as Purdy at 16 to 1. If I have to bet on one 16 to 1 quarterback for MVP, there's three of them Purdy, Hertz, and Dak. I'm betting on Purdy. If I have to bet one of those three, what do you guys think? Oh, All no. NFC quarterbacks. You. Yeah. I can't ever do the Dak thing. Hurts is t- going in the wrong direction for me now, too. So if I have to, it's got to be Purdy. I was impressed See, with what I saw. Yeah, I, I, I can't take away from him the way he performed last night. Like, I thought it, it was it was not what I expected. Here, but see, yeah. here's the stupid thing I do all the time with Purdy is I is I I don't give him all his flowers. I give him that little dandelion that my kid picked out of the backyard, right, and brought to the back door. Here, daddy, and I'm like, here you go, Brock Purdy. <laughs> you get this little dandelion. That's the those are the flowers I'll give you. And then next year at this time, you know what I'll be doing? I'll be doubting Brock Purdy again because I'll see yeah. the wealth of talent around him. I'll, I'll and I'll start falling back. Well, he's a system. Well, look at all the talent. Yeah, he's just managing, and I I can't. I'm not the only one to do that, though. Like, there are other people out there doing that, and that's why yeah. I think Purdy is – you give me those three 16-to-1s that you mentioned, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, I can't just put it on Jalen Hurts that the Eagles fell apart down the stretch. He didn't play well at times, sure, but his defense was a disaster. His head, his head coach was underwater. Um, his coordinators didn't help either. So I I think I'd take Hertz because I think the individual talent to play MVP level football is still there more so than it is in Purdy or Dak, and we saw it for the first three months of the regular season. How's that tush push going to work without Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. No, I'm I, honestly like that was his biggest asset to the team. Like that, you couldn't stop him. The rushing touchdowns and fourth down conversions were massive. I wonder if this one's going to be popular. Like the next range down, I find kind of interesting. Get Stafford at 20. Then Tua, he put together a full season. There are your Paul Aspens who are going to bet on Trevor Lawrence every year. I don't know if he's going to do it once again or he's finally out on that. But oh, man. Probably Rodge, out. Probably out? No. I mean, fair. Like Aaron Rodgers, 25 to oh. 1. That's going to be talked about a ton, a ton. That if it. he can make it through the it's, year, it's February twelfth. I have preemptive <laughs> jet fatigue already. I have right? preemptive jets fatigue on February twelfth. I yeah. I can't, Aaron. I can't do this all spring and summer with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Well, I'm starting to think it had more to do with the Packers and Lafleur than. The fact that maybe it was Rodgers. I'm starting to turn on Rod. Well, I guess I have turned on Rodgers, but that's why I kind of like Jordan Love. 
Because remember, like, when Aaron Rodgers was in the conversation for MVP in the regular season, maybe Jordan Love's going to inherit that now. Maybe. I mean, he looked like it the second half of the season and into the playoffs, right, for three quarters against San Francisco. This close, this close to pulling off the upset. Uh, Lightning bets, do we have anything for tonight? Maybe. We'll find some things for you and maybe some futures as well. We'll dig some things up uh, and we'll get ready to wrap up a Super Bowl 58 postgame edition, in essence, of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.